Welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. My homily was hidden somewhere in the ambo. Good thing we found it because this would be like a 30-minute homily because that's just how I roll without notes. Aren't you glad? Merry Christmas. Yeah. I want to welcome all of you, uh, and some of you, maybe this is your first time here at Holy Trinity. Maybe you come periodically, or you're with family. This is my first Christmas here, and I just want to let you know that I've got you. We're in this together, so I hope it's a wonderful celebration for you as it has been for me. Now, as we come together, we might be thinking about our traditions that come around Christmas, kind of those Christmases of past. So in my family, we had the tradition of opening presents on the Christmas Eve. So how many of you are that family as well? How many of you? Okay. How about Christmas Day, right? Wow, did you do that before you got here, or you're waiting till afterwards, right? After, that's great. So let's go 20 minutes then, not 30, okay. <laughs> how many about do a little bit of both, right? That's kind of the halfway, a little bit of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day as well. Oh, a little bit, yeah. Not really quite willing to commit on that as well. Mm -hmm, that's about right. Well, in my family, on Christmas Eve, we would open presents, but before we could get there, myself and my siblings would go Christmas caroling around the neighborhood. Now remember, I'm the ninth of nine. Mm -hmm. So we had our basic little, you know, church choir going around the neighborhood. And we'd go, we'd just go up to the houses and start Christmas caroling. If you've ever done this, you just don't even knock on the door. You just start caroling. And then here's the clue. We would know that Santa had arrived at our place when my father had turned on the light on the front porch. Pretty sneaky, huh? Then we knew to come back. And so we'd come back. And of course, he wouldn't let us in. We had to again carol our way in the house. But once we did, after like 20 verses of Silent Night, you didn't know there were 20 verses, right? And uh, we'd walk in, and I'd be just amazed how awesome it was from wall to wall. All these presents. Think about it, we're a big family, right? All these presents. And some of them were from uh, siblings. Some were from Santa. Some were from mom and dad. And I was just fixated on which ones were mine. <laughs> well, in fact, that kind of grew. And I'm sad to tell you this. But as I would be part of our Christmas celebrations as a child. The deal was dad would be like the elf, you know, kind of a thing, you know. He would pick up the present, he would say who it's to and who it's from, and then give that person the present. They'd open it and it'd get passed around the entire family, right? So that meant it was a good long affair during Christmas Eve. In fact, it was so long that we had to have halftime. <laughs> That's right. We had a halftime, we got food and stuff, and then, you know, the, the reporters would come and give us the stats and the first downs and all that. No. But in me, I was starting to notice as we were going around, ah, they skipped me. Or I'd come around and they skipped me again. I was starting to notice this. And, or sometimes I would notice, if I wasn't skipped, that one of my sisters got a present bigger than I did. And what happened to me? I started becoming greedy. I started becoming more selfish. And from those two came resentments. And I ruined Christmas for me as a little child. Because it was exciting when we got there, but then I slumped into this darkness that shackled me into this thing. 
this attitude. And I was not in a good attitude. If it was my thing, and in fact, sometimes, and I'm very embarrassed by this, as I got older as a teen, I realized what I had done, what a jerk I was at Christmas. I would get a gift sometimes, and I would enjoy it for a little while, and then I would just stop using it, and it would ma magically disappear just because of lack of use, and I don't know where it went. Maybe mom and dad took it somewhere else. I don't know, or who knows. But I realized I was becoming very narcissistic. That's a big word for being selfish, thinking of oneself, etc. But as a teen, I realized this. I felt shame. I felt horrible. I started realizing how much my mom and dad and Santa, as well as my siblings, were working hard to make this amazing event happen. So I talked to my sister Anne. By the time we were teens in high school, we, we were the only two left because the other ones had graduated on. We had a conversation. We agreed that let's do this differently. So I went to mom and dad and I said, hey, can we just lower the whole Christmas gift thing and really focus on the reason? Just get together, maybe have a dinner and focus on the real reason for the season. And I tell you, these were the most profound Christmases for me because we were focused on why we're here. That God became man and a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes so that he could smash sin and death and open up the way to eternal life for us. This was important. And now these celebrations, no matter how big, no matter how small, were full of joy no matter what because of what God had done. Done for you and for me. So I hope this might be a lesson for us all. I'm still learning. Christmas is not just a time to celebrate us, but God and what he has done for us. And then because we do believe he became a baby, this is an amazing miracle. That God would become so small, so innocent, so vulnerable, that he would trust us. But keep in mind, you heard in the gospel that hosts of angels were around. By the way, that's like an army. That's, you don't want to mess with an army of angels, right? So as we think about this, God became man so that we could become like God. And Deacon Brent wrote about this in his bulletin article this week. It's not that we become God, but we become in the likeness of God that we were intended to from the beginning. So, as I conclude, I want to make a suggestion for you, possibly. If you are feeling down, this season brings you down, if you somehow feel left out, if you struggle like I have with selfishness, greed, envy, and resentments, if you're too critical of yourself or you feel yourself, feel yourself not worthy, I want to offer you this piece of advice. Give yourself over to God. Abandon yourself to him. You know, make, Christmas makes it kind of easy because it's a child. child. Children are so sweet. But this child becomes a man and dies on the cross for us. Abandon yourself to him. It is he who saves us. It is he who is, you would say, tricked Satan into thinking you could have him, but oh no. He has come for us to rescue us. Christ coming in a manger was not plan B, it was plan A from the beginning. 
I would have never thought of this. This would not have been my plan. And so, yes, bottom line, God loves each one of us, and he desired and desires to save us, for we are rescued by a baby. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.